Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Comic Geek Roundtable. My name is Tom Van Orden, your podcast director. Um, we are here today with, I don't know how I just jumped right into the intro. Go. Uh, Editor-in-chief, Robert Byler. And special guest. Uh, Rachel Bloom, reporter. There you go. Sorry, I don't know. Is your last name reporter now? Is that, <laughs> I don't know. Is that a hyphen? I, it's hyphenated. I, that's how I'm differentiating myself between the crazy ex-girlfriend star of adding reporter to the end of it. There you go. We should just make like a big deal when Rachel's on the podcast. Like hey! always, just say we're joined today by Rachel Bloom. <laughs> I mean, I've tried to. Ma- I made it a pretty decent deal. Special guest, <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. who's been this on the podcast true. before. We're going to confuse some SEO and make some people angry because they're going to start listening to this and then feel misdirected. Again. In that they were misdirected. What are we misdirecting? Rachel Bloom is a actress and YouTube star? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she started on YouTube. She started on YouTube. Now she has her own show called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on the CW. The Oh, and they CW. Both, and she is also named Rachel Bloom. The CW. Yes, but she won a Golden Globe, so. But the CW. You and your anti-CW. I'm so opposed to it and all Oh, things. the CW's been, like, up in their game the last couple seasons. Like, it's for the last couple years their comedies are winning major awards. Yeah, and they also just announced, like, preemptively that they're renewing all of their series for another for another year. To be fair, my specific issue with them is so minor, but it's that um, everything is a teen drama with them. Craziest Girlfriend isn't. There are, like, no teenagers on that show at all. What? I would also argue that there are, like, no teenagers on The Flash or Arrow, really. The main character is practically a teenager. Arrow? No, 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 for The Flash, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how old Steven, you think Stephen Amell is, but he's not a teenager. No, he's, like, he's I mean, like 10, right? Like, honestly. I'm, I'm trying to think about Barry Allen as a character has to be at least, like, 25. You would yeah, assume. Because I mean, he's a CSI. Yeah. CSI Miami, let's go to the beach. How old is Stephen Amell? Stephen Amell is 34, so he's not that young. I guess, that to old, be fair, that. Tom Welling was playing, like, Smallville at, like, 30. Yeah. You know? Well, that's the, that is the case everywhere, is that actors that play teenagers are always in their 30s. Yeah. No, it's really, okay. to me, most noticeable in Dawson's Creek. Fan. I remember with Modern Family, people being like, why do the kids look so young? I was like, yeah, we actually just cast people the correct ages. Isn't isn't that that girl from that show, like, she's actually older now. Well, older now. That show's, yeah. been, that show's been on so long that she's actually successfully aged. Yeah, the, um, I don't remember that. The oldest girl is always a little older, but still look, looks like an actual 16-year-old. Right. And well, that's then, my, my question we, is when are they planning on uh you know making them fuck I don't know who these people are um when are they you, actually are Sarah Highland is who you're looking for I is believe. that her name she is 25 so and her character's probably like early 20s now I think yeah is she she's only like a couple years older than her character holy shit I have literally not clearly watched enough of that television show <laughs> <laughs> that show's been on seven seasons now, I want to say. 2009. Holy wow. shit. I was pretty on point there. Yeah, we, how about that? How about we get to a... No, I no. want to keep talking about Modern Family. We're just going to keep talking about Modern Family for a whole episode. Did you know our hospitality manager, Megan, uh, fucking hates that show? Very much. <laughs> I, That's interesting. I don't know. I like it. It's the one thing that I learned about her, uh, actually fairly recently, was that she really hates that show. She hates it with a fiery passion. My roommate finds it really boring. So every time I have it on, she's like, why are you watching this? And I was like, I enjoy this show and there's a new episode. Quiet. For me, I, I was going to say, like, I watched it, like, I had it on my Hulu subscription for a while, and now I, like, I unsubscribed, and occasionally I'll go back and watch it, but it's not like, I don't like it enough to keep up with it, with all the other stuff I have to no, keep up with already. I, like, like, usually at the end of the season when it's summer, and I, all the other shows have ended, I'm like, okay, now I can watch Modern Family. Yeah, in fact, that's how I pretty much watched it the last time. Yeah, you, there was a show hole, and then you just filled it with Modern Family. I'm really <laughs> the first time I ever heard the phrase "show hole" was in an Amazon ad. And that's, I mean, that's where it came from. I think, and it re- I guess it just really bothers me that a marketing word took off. I mean, it it's, but see, the problem is the marketing word. All it did was describe something that is real. This is true because I heard it as other things. Like I heard like show depression or well, it's kind of like the post book. What do you call the post book depression? I didn't even know that was a thing. Did you really not know that was a thing? I knew it was a thing, but I think I just called it post-book depression. Yeah, because it's like once when you finish a book, you look out and you go, now what do I do with my life? 
<laughs> and the answer is cry because oh. there's nothing you can do. It's not like there's millions of other books that you could. Yeah, read. I guess that's my thing. Like, there's always. <laughs> not everybody has. Not everybody. It, not everybody has a list of books like you that is just like I am here to accomplish this. Some people pick <laughs> up a book because they want to enjoy reading a book. I can do both. Yeah, you can do both, but you. I mean, I also like, like have had, had a distinct. St- I have said this to someone else recently. I think I've said this a bunch of times. Actually, is like. I haven't been bored in like 10 years. Like I don't understand the concept because there's always something on my docket, always something for me to do, always something like I have planned that I want to read or watch or do. Okay. Yeah, no, I there's don't. There's no downtime ever. It's, I, I want I want to read more. I just don't have time. I school. I legitimately um hashtag not a sponsor, but I've been audibling a lot actually audible is a is an affiliate there you so. go we're but, affiliated with them yeah. um <laughs> we uh yeah i i because i drive a half hour to work every day i was like this wasted time that i'm just listening to the same songs over and over again because i have no originality and i was like i'll try out listening to audible and i've listened to both of nick offerman's books i'm about three quarters of the way through his first one and i was like yep this is awesome this is everything i needed it to be and after I finished listening to – I listened in a weird order because I actually own his first book physically. But I realized that I will I will never enjoy an, another book of his again without hearing him read it. <laughs> so, I, uh, so I went and I rebought the first one as an audiobook. But when I finished the second one, the, I just sat there and I was like, well, shit, this sucks. Hmm. It, was, it, was, it was literally a post-book depression for an audiobook. Yeah, my commute's too short for that. I I listen to podcasts, but I usually because I don't want to pay for parking at school, I just take the shuttle every day. Uh, yeah, and I need to listen to a podcast so I won't stare at my phone because I, I get motion sickness. Ah, uh, hmm. Yeah, I and actually that's the other thing is that these uh, having audiobooks is going to be good for like trips when I'm not driving, which are becoming yeah. less and less frequent. <laughs> Yeah, no, I have the problem where every time I'm on a road trip, people are just like, just read. And I was like, you don't want me to read. If you if I read, we're going to be pulling over here in about five minutes. Yes. I used to be able to read more, but now like I get – it takes a little while, but eventually I get some motion sickness. Or a headache. I, it's more of a headache. I – it's just signs of age, Robert. We're getting old. I yeah, I've actually – I started getting – my mom I, – I started getting motion sickness in like fifth grade. Like I was able to read in cars before that. And after, I, no. Honestly, I've never been able to read in cars ever. You poor thing. Oh well, things happen. <laughs> That's what Audible is here for. There you go. Bring it around. So anyway, we have actual stuff to talk about. <laughs> yes. you, you can't see, but I just like gave him like the most deadpan. <laughs> Why is this happening? Look. You give me that look pretty much every morning when you when i wake up and come downstairs and you're here and you look at me and you go oh you still live here um <laughs> so anyway today we're gonna be talking about articles on comicgeek.tv which is our website that we represent if you didn't know that you made it pretty far in if you didn't <laughs> <laughs> congratulations there's nothing on the other side um so where do you want to start tom i want to start with uh well we're gonna get vessel right right out of the way um so the YouTube that's not YouTube, uh, known as Vessel, is going ad-free for its paying subscribers. I need to look into this because I'm, I'm pretty certain that they have a free version that is ad-supported now. Like I think that's how they're differentiating it. But up until this point, you only got Vessel if you paid and you also always had ads. It's like it, all these places are trying to muscle in on the YouTube. That's sweet YouTube money. Yeah. Well, I mean that's – someone are the – Arguments I've heard basically is the reason they went ad free is because now they also have to compete with YouTube uh, Red itself, which I have and I adore. Yeah, it's every, changed things. Every fiber of my being. Um, you have YouTube Red now too, right? Yeah, you're on the yeah. family plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dog. Not paying for or paying for stuff is awesome. To not I'll get say, ads. I'll say they are not a sponsor, but if we could, <laughs> they'd probably be. That is it's rich. actually kind of funny because. I'm the only person in my apartment that isn't studying some form of like advertising directly. Uh huh. So my roommates are like, "No, we need to see the ads. What are you talking about?" I've I've only ever been successfully, I would say, successfully advertised to a few times in my life. Dollar Shave Club. Oh, that was one for me. Well, Dollar Beard Club actually, uh, but that was Facebook advertising. 
Yeah. I'll say I've been more positively affected by uh, Facebook advertising than by anything else. Hmm. Like I found the place that I want to get my wedding band uh, on Facebook and I found uh, Dollar Beard Club on Facebook. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was uh, – I saw the Dollar Shave Club ad and then John Green uh, talked about it and I was like, well – uh, well, 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 my lord and savior, John Green, speaks about it. Saying. Someone who whose opinion mattered to me also was like, you know, basically gave me the push. Like, I was already on the kind of teetering, like, oh, maybe I should get this. And then I was like, oh, well, someone I know speaks to its quality, so. But what if I Lately, have- I've been getting, like, really bizarre ads on Twitter where I actually, like, tweeted, like, what is your algorithm? Why do you think I'm the demographic for this? Because I, I started getting an ad for a life insurance company. I mean, you and should have life insurance. So should I. So should everyone listening to this get life insurance. It's like, what's your main? What's like? What's your main goal? Do you want to save for retirement or save for your kid's college? I'm like, I'm 22. I'm still saving for my college. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm worried about. Yeah, I'm worried about paying my own bills. That's funny. Yeah, no, sorry, it's not unrelated. Um, yeah, I the 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 algorithms that uh, the algorithms that power the internet are the most fascinating thing to me, yeah. and I know the reason why the the company uh, I got the advertisement for that company for the wedding band. I know that for a fact because um, I got that because I googled. I was looking at wedding bands similar to it on regular jewelers websites, mm. and so they were they like, knew. "Hey, there you go." This is way better. This is an entire company devoted to these styles of antler and wood uh, inlaid wedding bands. Hmm. I um, uh, Going back to Vessel real quick, <laughs> since that was the topic at hand. Um, the other thing that they uh, – so it's $3 a month, but apparently they're also doing an annual plan for $20 a year. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, isn't really a bad price. Uh, Considering that like PS Plus and like – oh, jeez. PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live each cost like $50 a year. Yeah, twenty yeah. bucks is nothing. Well, I mean, I don't know if those are comparable comparisons, though. Like a gaming, the ability to play online versus getting. I I don't know that it's I don't know that it the actual service is comparable, but that's always where I draw my comparisons for like financial. So like Netflix is extremely expensive to you. Yeah, I mean by comparison. Yeah. But that being said, I use I use Netflix five times as much as I use a place place. PlayStation Plus. Here's a consideration. So Netflix ten dollars a month, one hundred twenty a year, basically. If they offered you an annual plan for $100, do you think you'd do it? Like if you paid up front for $100? Probably. And you save yourself Probably, $20. Yeah, save yeah. some money. Yeah. Save Don't some have, that. Like I wonder chat. how many services could do that offered a discount up front because most people like these services because they're so cheap per month and that they don't have to pay like a upfront high cost. Yeah, that's true. I don't oh, know. I did have this awkward where our credit card that we used to pay for Netflix got stolen. Oh. And – so we had to cancel it, mm-hmm. and so I lost Netflix for a while. I don't know it what I would do. Not fun. We got lucky in that the Hulu had already been paid that month. <laughs> so I watched a lot of Hulu is what happened. For Hulu, I've been on the brink of considering getting rid of it, but the upfront uh, – because I was going to get – there is a, um, a really good antenna I found. Because almost everything I watch on, on Hulu is stuff that is broadcast for free over the air. Uh, so I thought about getting an antenna and a DVR cause you can like buy like a standalone DVR, but the upfront cost of that would just, it's like for the antenna plus the DVR, it would be like a hundred, $280 plus tax. And it's just hard for me to justify that versus paying the $8 a month. The one thing I keep thinking about doing though is paying for the extra Hulu to get the ad free. <laughs> I do enjoy that because I can't always have access to the TV in my apartment that has the, um, the Xbox set up to it oh. that if like I really want to watch something I can just go grab my iPad and like go to my room because yeah. the, there's like apps for it mm-hmm. and now I just start anti-social like no I don't want to watch whatever you're watching I'm going to go to my room and watch you live by myself yeah that's what the best that's kind of the, the best part about us having uh, Sling to be honest is that we can be like I really want to be super lazy and also watch the Food Network hashtag America I, was say, I still have yet to use Sling <laughs> Which is funny because it's it is down. I mean, you can use it down here on the Chromecast. You just have to sign. I in. just can't think of anything that I would watch on it. I mean, you never know what might be out there. You should watch Food Network HGTV. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> You're not homey enough. Is clearly the problem. 
This is a this is a you problem, not a me problem. I didn't say it was a you problem. No, 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 you did. You said this was a me problem. (laughs) I do have cable in here. My apartment just comes with cable. Dude, I honestly, I I don't know. I'm so up in the air because I definitely I don't like Comcast as a company, just like because of how they operate. But Mm -hmm. goddamn, I love cable television because I I I just I love having the ability because the thing is. With Netflix and Hulu and YouTube and all of those services, it's all directed content. Like, it's something I need to pick mm-hmm. to watch. Whereas if you t- put on the cable box, it's literally just, I pick a channel that I know has a abundance of shows that I enjoy watching, and then I just let it go. I'm pretty sure there's an option, at least on YouTube, and I'll have to, it's been a while since I've done anything like this, where... Um, yeah, if you just select something, it'll just autoplay something similar. It doesn't not necessarily from the same person. There are ways to curate YouTube that you could just put on essentially a channel that just keeps playing new stuff. But I don't know. I it's not it's, it's not quite the same. So are there, I mean, are there like where uh, you are? are there like only what Comcast is that like the only cable provider? Uh, I think Verizon uh, around here. I don't even know if we can Blue, oh, okay. R- Blue Ridge. If not here, then nearby. I'll say so, because we have we actually, Texas has like local ones too. Like, yeah. well, I have something called Grande Communications. Yeah, Blue Ridge is, local, is a local slash regional okay. one around here. Yeah, which so like it's so local. One of the people in my classes, we were talking about it in a mass comm class, and someone said like, "What is that?" He was from Austin. It's so local that it's in the town where my college is. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, I don't. I, like, don't, I it, don't think we have it anything does that all local. Texas, but a lot of people there work for Grande Communications because mm-hmm. it's. In town. Well, Blue Ridge does not have a Wikipedia page, so that tells you how local that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, <laughs> this all comes down to we're different people, Tom. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> true. Because, no, because the thing of it is, is that, like, maybe it's because I, I would I have no problem paying for less quality content that I can just consume en masse. Mm-hmm. Where, like, YouTube, I only follow and I only care about, like, the quality stuff that speaks to me. Yeah. There's nothing – I can't even think of a single thing on YouTube that I could put on like a TV channel because mm-hmm. I always want to consume every second of what I'm watching on YouTube hmm. with mm-hmm. my eyeballs. Uh, Whereas like, fo- like if I'm watching Food Network and it's like diners, drive-ins, and dives, like we're – I mean I don't actually have to watch every single second of that. I can look up and be like, oh, cool. They're making a hamburger and then like go back to whatever it is I'm actually doing, like sleeping. I, I put on YouTube videos as I fall asleep. Like, I have playlists of certain things. Like, I have playlists of certain, like, comedians that I like. So I'll just listen to their stand-up specials as I fall asleep. Well, I, I actually, it's, fu- it's funny. I find that YouTube is how I consume nightly uh, night, nightly talk shows. Yeah. Like, I, yes, I, yeah, I exclusive, I've exclusively, I've never seen an episode of The Tonight Show. But I've seen a thousand things that they've done because I've watched their YouTube channel. I think I've seen one because I watched the first episode of Jimmy Fallon's. Oh yeah, I didn't see. I didn't even watch. I made a point. I was like, "Oh, dude, I'm gonna watch Stephen Colbert's new show. I'm gonna watch, you know, when Conan slipped, switched over to TBS. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna watch Conan." And I was like, "No, never mind." I was like, "Oh, all this crap's on YouTube. Awesome." Well, yeah, especially because like when nighttime TV like the talk shows come on, it's pretty late. I was like, it goes back to our conversation about being old. <laughs> Mine's not old. I'm just always doing other shit when the, when they're happening. Right. Yeah, I am also doing other shit. It's called sleeping. I am sleeping. That is fair. His is less exciting than yours, but it is no, that depends, man. I, I have some pretty wild dreams. You don't even. Mine know. is usually just like my, mine's usually doing hangouts, honestly. Or actually, lately it's been sleeping because my schedule. I start much earlier than I used to for school. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't do like the hangouts or anything because I have no friends. It's true. I live with like the only friend I have. Yeah, it's Megan. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. I live with some of my only friends. It's convenient because you don't have to go look for them or anything. You just go home and you're like, you're here. Yeah. To hang out. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, I wonder if I didn't live with people that I like, if maybe I would leave the house more. <laughs> my, my thought is always, I, the only thing I ever wish in my life, and not that I ever regret living with you or like dating Megan or like anything like that, but I really wish I had more people in my life that I lived with that I shared like a, my some of my more direct interests with like uh, I don't nobody plays magic in our house right and that drives me insane because then I have to find outside people to come in and play and I'm like I you know I'd love to be able to walk in the door and be like oh dude let's just play a game and I'm like yeah sure why not but I don't have that 
because Sorry, you suck and I hate you. <laughs> Ow. And Megan is wonderful and perfect in every way. So, but also doesn't play magic. So, it's phases, <laughs> man. It's all phases. <laughs> it's those goddamn phases. So yeah, uh, I think this is a perfect opportunity to take an ad break. Um, when we come back, I would probably venture we'll talk some about Oculus. Ooh. If that is agree with you. Yeah. So, dear listener, prepare your ear holes to be advertised at. Hey, this is Adam from Common Geek. Crunchyroll is a service dedicated to giving you the latest anime from Japan. We talked to Nicole from Vancouver, who's been subscribed for over two years. Here's what they had to say. The quality of everything is always superb. It makes it so I don't have to, like, go to the dingy corners of the internet to try and find the things that I want to watch. When it came to getting the latest shows, Nicole was pretty impressed. Honestly, their selection is really good when it comes to newer and more obscure anime. And why is that? Because you have access to nearly all of them from Crunchyroll. And there you have it. Go to commongeek.tv slash affiliates to get your own free two-week trial for Crunchyroll. And we're back once my finger managed to touch the pause button again. Good job. Touch screens, man. They are the worst. Uh, so we're going to talk about Oculus Oculus Social. Are you okay over there? I think I had a fit. Why don't you start talking about Oculus? Uh, <laughs> Oculus Social, um, which is powered by devices that use touchscreens. Great. Um, Rachel, are you? Have you ever used uh, any VR headsets? Uh, no, I, I haven't. Say, are they prohibitively expensive for you? <laughs> well, I mean, that's the neat thing. Like, I there was a part of me. So, this is all about the Samsung Gear VR. Uh, which the device itself is only a like one hundred and twenty dollars, uh-huh. not terribly expensive. But, but then you need a phone. It requires specifically a, a Galaxy phone, a specific couple Galaxy phones from Samsung. Um, like I looked into it because I was wondering about having one on hand for us to play around with. But the phones themselves, if I even if I bought a used one, would be like three hundred and fifty dollars. So it was hard for me to justify oh, that. But they're powered by Oculus, uh, creators of the Oculus Rift. Uh, which is a more powerful, like, gaming-oriented headset. And that's coming out soonish, isn't it, Tom? What's that? The Oculus, Oculus Rift. Uh, I believe so. I want to say this summer, up. at least. Yeah, yeah. I know the pre-orders went up. Uh, but, but you don't pre-order because it's bad. Oh, what happened? <laughs> Why did that happen? <laughs> All of a sudden, his period button just kept, like, hitting. Like, it would not stop. It just kept going. Maybe It might, it might be time for a new keyboard. I was going to say, Tom, you had that keyboard for, like, 15 years. I think it's time to upgrade. No. Actually, how long have you had that keyboard? Is 15 years accurate? Uh, 2001? Might, might be. Anyway. I'm trying to figure out when the PlayStation have 2 came out. Have you seriously had that keyboard since 2001? How old are you? When you got that? I was 11. Um, let's see here. I think it'd be 2001. Control mouse, I guess, would be the same year that it came out. Uh, no. But anyway. <laughs> Sorry, you, you talk about your stuff, and I'll figure out what you asked me. Anyway. Uh, so Oculus Social is basically adding a bunch of, like, social friend functions to the Samsung Gear VR. It reminded me a lot of PlayStation Home, oddly enough, since we're talking about PlayStation, uh, which is basically like it's an interactive uh, place that you can run around in and like you know do different games and stuff with your friends. And that was written actually by our new contributing writer, Andrew Higgins. Uh, Andrew, if you're listening, thank you. Yay! Um, and it's worth mentioning the Vessel uh, article was written by Riley Walker, uh, newly promoted uh, reporter. There you go. Uh, damn it! It doesn't say. Uh, I got. I probably got the PlayStation Two keyboard about the year after it came out. So that was been like two thousand two. Yeah, probably. So you've had that then. keyboard for about fourteen years, and I think it's time to upgrade. Well, I, I want you to think about this. I'm like about like in less than a year, I'm probably going to graduate college. In two thousand two, I was in second grade. <laughs> you've had that keyboard since she was in second grade. Well, I don't know yeah. what you want from me, guys. It's I mean, a good keyboard. You were in sixth grade, so it's I guess a, it's a good keyboard. <laughs> Not if it's not working anymore. It is. It is working just fine. Except you. for that one time. Yeah. Except for that one time just now. Um, it had a spaz attack. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It just needed to um, unload for a second. It's cool. Speaking of Oculus, though, I'm trying to figure out when it's coming out. Hold up. I know. I'm oh, just, sorry. Keep I, was, going. I was talking about something else. Uh, PlayStation VR, which is PlayStation's own headset for the PlayStation Four. July. Uh, oh, it's coming out. So Oculus Rift is coming out in July. The PlayStation VR. The CEO of Sony, I think it was, came out recently and said, yeah, it's not really going to be as powerful as the Oculus Rift in a technical aspect, but it's going to be geared towards the more mainstream. Well, here's the thing about it is it doesn't need to be as powerful as the Oculus. It just needs to be – it needs to be good. Uh, speak well with the PS4. Yeah. like That's all they really need because we, we've 
that's essentially a PS4 is just a weak gaming PC. But that was games on it still look good because the manufacturers of those games optimize. Yeah, teach uh, you know build it up to the console's capabilities. The, um, but yeah, so, but that's the thing I've been reading is like the Oculus Rift is gonna require like a bonkers PC to go with it basically. Nah, it's not bonkers. If you're not me. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> not everyone has a $2,400, is that about right? 22, don't over gaming desktop to go with their $800 VR headset or $700 VR headset. It's, I mean, it is pretty, it's pretty close. Oh wow, there's a, funny enough, the Gear VR is $99 at Walmart apparently. Yeah, there you go. You can buy it at Walmart right now. Yeah, if I had a Galaxy S phone. Man, if only it worked with my old, uh, yeah, do you my, have, my Galaxy Nexus. How about this? I will, uh, I will back out of our agreement as uh-huh. far as my phone is concerned, and I will get a new Galaxy. I'll get the 7 Edge. Oh, okay, and I have and, to buy you a, uh... No, you don't have to buy me anything. You, I'll, you can buy yourself a Gear VR, and then okay. you can use my phone for it. Oh, okay, this seems fair. But then you have to, then I'd be making you get a Galaxy phone, and I'd just feel bad. Oh no, how, how could I ever have a good phone? Stock, gotta go with that stock Android. I mean, I, I've played with Meg's Galaxy enough that it's close enough to stock Android that I probably wouldn't mind it that much. I actually posted a, a, a poll to my online, one of my online friend groups recently asking people like what phone they had. Because um, I've just been surprised that even within, for lack of a better word, our generation, uh, people that like are just like, I don't know, I just have this phone. Like They don't know anything about... You know, their model or like I just I'll never forget That's odd. I'll never forget working at uh Staples and asking people, okay like they'll call on the phone, I'll be like, Okay, what version of Windows are you running? And it's like, you know, someone my age and they're like, I have no idea. And I was just like Not and not everybody is us though. That's I mean that's really what it boils down to at the end of the day. But it says it when you turn the computer on. It's just I guess I guess I just pay attention to things. with Max, at least I know how to tell people where to look it up. Yeah. I mean, it's like the little Apple signal and the thing that says there, it's you. Well, it used to always be some kind of, uh, like think- cat, okay. like Wildcat, but I think they ran out of Wildcats. Yeah. Now it's like El Captain. Wait, what's the newest version of, uh, Mac OS X? Uh, it's El Capitan. Yeah. El and Captain. before that was, oh, geez. Can we just, can I just, real quick, before, sure. while you're thinking of that? Okay. Why can they not just come out with Mac OS X1? Like eleven? Why can't we just go to? 11? Oh, why have? Why are we still on ten? Yeah. Why is? It's I been have no 10, idea. It's been ten for like twenty years. Well, yeah, it's always ten point something. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's because the underlying architecture is more or less still the same. <laughs> you really get up off of that thing. Um, they, they did. I actually just upgraded it, um, and uh, I found it weird because they like one of the things they changed was what direction you use the trackpad to uh-huh. go up and down and I'm like I need to change this this is driving me crazy why did you switch this okay so Robert I just confirmed what you said and what? no Windows does not tell you what version it's running when it starts up okay Vista and 7 did at least correct but it no longer are you sure that yours just doesn't start up too fast and you can't see it <laughs> that is a possibility <laughs> but we're gonna just keep rolling alright alright so anyway Shadow Ocu- Facts isn't even that fast <laughs> I need to... All right, well, go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, but the Samsung Gear VR, uh, I mean, I like the idea that, you know, you could just buy a device that you add on to an existing thing. I mean, because that's functionally what a Google Cardboard is. Yeah. You know, they just, you just, I mean, that's a lot cheaper. It's only $15, and you can use it with any Android phone. But I digress. <laughs> I wouldn't want to use it with this piece of junk. Your Nexus 6? Yeah, what the fuck? It's like... Sorry, I'm going to rant real quick here. Right. Um My Nexus 6, the second that I upgraded it to the latest version of android uh-huh. it just turned into a piece of shit oh weird it yeah it, oh, it's no. really frustrating uh hangouts every time i click on a notification for hangouts it takes me to my text messages and then closes hangouts and relaunches it oh that is weird and it's a signing in and then it huh follows through that's weird you think because like you think google would make sure their phones handle their, their video f- calls their, system. well their, no i i would argue that google is probably doing the same thing that that iPhone does because I have in the couple times that I've had iPhones always felt that that uh, Apple upgraded the phone one too many times to a point that it was too much for that phone to handle and made it so unbearable and was trying to convince people to upgrade I'm very convinced that that was what was happening I I see I don't think that that's the case with with the with the, at least with this phone because like this phone was too powerful for the operating system that came out when this phone was out. Uh-huh. So like now it, it should at least very well be functional, but the thing is so goddamn slow. Like I just don't get it. 
Can you like? Can you mess up your phone by dropping it? Like, is that a thing? Uh, probably not. Uh, yeah. Well, like, I mean, you can physically mess it up, but I mean, all the memory and everything is solid state. So, <laughs> it's not. I got nothing. I have no idea. Solid state's one of those things that either works or it doesn't. It doesn't. There's no like middle ground really. Great. It'll oh. slow down, but it won't. I need. Yeah. Speaking of dropping, I've dropped it so much. My phone so much. I need to get a new uh, screen protector. Oh. Oh yeah. I, I saw your Snapchat about that. Oh yeah. How could you see a Snapchat? over. How could you see a Snapchat about a broken screen? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, oh, so as a it joke, peels. A it peeled down over the camera, the front-facing camera. There you go. So if, if I, uh, I can, if I don't hold it down, it's just like half of it's really blurry. Interesting. So I want to talk about this last thing. It's going to be our our big hoopla for the episode. What what else do we have? Oh, I missed something. All right, let's talk yeah. about J.K. Simmons first. You love J.K. Simmons. Why? I know, but I want to talk about Spider-Man. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. We can talk about Spider-Man and J.K. Simmons at the same time. We can. Oh, uh, yeah. Because he was the best J. Jonah Jameson that has ever lived. Except for that one guy on that random YouTube video. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh, I just saw that for the first time recently. That was great. Get me pictures of Spider-Man. Parker, yes. get me pictures of Spider-Man. Such a good video. I noticed that after after uh, J.K. Simmons was Jameson um, in uh-huh. the movies, the comic book version of him started to look more and more like J.K. Simmons. It's good. It was a good choice. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty tremendous. Um, now, so yes, okay, sorry. So J.K. Simmons uh, was cast as Commissioner Gordon in the well, DC movies. They specifically said that it was going to be Justice League. The thing that's interesting to me, um, and I actually I was talking about this with I think it was. Um, Andrew, uh, is that they haven't said anything about Batman v Superman? If he would be in that at all? Yeah, yeah, it would be a really late announcement if he was. But I just want to know: is he going to be yeah, in? Yeah, I, I, I remember because I think I talked about when Lindsay was writing the article that um, we're like, wouldn't he have more of a point in a Batman movie than a Justice League movie? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I it does it. It is a it is a weird thing. I'm really glad. I mean, it's a good. He's a good actor, regardless. Yeah. Um, but that does that does probably put a damper on his um ability to reprise his role as J. Jonah Jameson in the new Spider-Man movie. I mean, uh, I mean, you? people can play on both. I mean, uh, Ryan Reynolds, for good or for ill, he was he was Hal Jordan in Green Lantern, and then he was also Deadpool. Yeah, but he yeah, didn't I mean, want... to be fair, he's not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Deadpool. He's in the X Men universe. Yeah, yeah, that's only because licensing is garbage. <laughs> garbage, Kenny. Oh, <laughs> so, like, did you hear that that movie's getting a sequel? By the way, what movie? Uh, Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool. Yeah, because well, I went. Yeah. I finally saw it this weekend, and uh, hey. it's so good. I... But the uh, the post credit scene <laughs> was pretty. It was I. I thought it was really funny. I was pissed off that I spent my time there waiting for that. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was funny, explain. but like. That was one that you could definitely look up on YouTube when it, yeah. you know, when the movie comes out. It's like, haha, that's so. Funny. I had to explain that that was a reference to Ferris Bueller to my roommate. I didn't get it. The person that I went with did though, and they're like, oh, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, I was like, hey, Ferris Bueller. And she was like, what are you talking about? I've never seen that movie. Uh, well, um, yeah. So anyway, back to Commissioner Gordon. Uh, I want to see how it compares to how he'll compare it to Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman was the bomb. Yeah, he, and I can't even honestly. Beyond, I've seen every single Batman movie. I cannot even think about a Commissioner Gordon that was not. Oh yeah, he uh, was in the other movies, but he was such a minor throwaway yeah, character. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I'm worried about that too. I'm worried right. that in the Justice League movie, he'll just kind of be there because oh, it's the Justice be League. Yeah, yeah, like he's just gonna be there. At least if he had, if they ha- maybe the the reason they got was like such a good actor is even if he isn't there for that long, J.K. Simmons has a presence. Yeah, so it'll it'll always be like he's super important even when he's not. He'll be like yeah. uh, Alec Baldwin in Glengarry Glen Ross. He'll be in one scene and he'll win like an Emmy for that scene or an Oscar. That was such a good scene though, because now whenever I you know whenever somebody asks me what my name is, I respond by saying "fuck you." That's my name. That was a good scene. <laughs> it's a, uh, it was a I pretty, just want to go out and sell real estate now. Yeah, I know, right? I'm really I'm I'm pumped. I'm going. So apparently, uh, J. Jonah Jameson wasn't even in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I never saw either of them. They were neither did, neither yeah. did I. They were horrible. Really? Were they that bad? Because Andrew Garfield looked like 
like someone I would imagine as like a good Spider-Man. That's something we got to talk about here upcoming next. Um, all, right, all right, all right. But uh, we are gonna do an ad read, and then we're gonna I'm gonna talk about our big subject, and then we're gonna wrap this bad boy up. Uh, I just like to remind everybody that the roundtable is brought to you by DreamHost. Do you want to make a website? Want guaranteed uptime and WordPress support? DreamHost is a powerful web host with packages built for consumers and business. DreamHost powers comgeek.tv along with tons of other websites. If you want your ideas to reach the world and want quality service, go to DreamHost.com and use the offer code CommonGeek to get 10% off one year of hosting. That's DreamHost.com, offer code CommonGeek. You can go to commongeek.tv slash affiliates and click on DreamHost. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so the big thing, the big nerd news nonsense that I'm super pumped for. People are losing their mind over. Uh, well, we saw the last, I guess, the last Civil War trailer. Is that correct? Oh, uh, well, it doesn't come out till May, right? Yeah. I think it's going to probably be the last, like, big trailer. They're probably going to be, like, TV spots. Yeah, like, TV spots and teasers and things like that. Hmm. Uh, however, at the end, that we saw the thing that we did not expect to see, which was Spider-Man. Because I legitimately did not, I did honestly thought they were not going to show a Spider-Man until the movie. Some people would have preferred that, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw people complaining online that they like not that they didn't like. The, some people were complaining that they didn't like the the way Spider Man looked. Other people were saying, "Man, I wish they would have just kept it all secret until." Yeah. You know. No, I think I think they did it. I think they did it correctly for like an advertising campaign. Yeah. Um, they didn't show. They they said Spider Man's in this movie, and then for every trailer we saw no Spider Man. Right. And just now for the last big trailer before the movie, they're like, "Hey guys, here's one second of Spider Man." Three seconds, actually. Yeah, when everybody's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. and that—that's it. Because I mean, that—that that made me more excited than pretty much any other trailer. Internet hate, though, is pretty strong. Like, yeah, like some oh. people were like, "Oh, this is awesome! I'm so glad Spider-Man is." Other people were like, "I hate this costume. His voice doesn't sound right." Well, the costume is really like, the costume is really hard because you couldn't see it well. Yeah, in the original, and yeah, like, the way the trailer like, was. You happening. heard one line from this kid. Let him, let him be for a second. He sounded so much like Peter Parker, though. I got giddy. Really? Yeah. Because there were other people like, "This isn't what Peter Parker sounds like in my head," and I was like, "Okay." Who gives a fuck about your head? <laughs> Have you not watched the TV shows or the movies or anything? Yeah. Yeah, he sounded fine to me. Yeah. Well, Rachel, you wrote the article here um, about the war, so if you want to, you know, I uh, talk more about that. Yeah, no, I'm like trying to remember what I wrote about. Yeah, I wrote about um, how this is the um, that. Oh my, I wow, word vomit. That's great for a podcast. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's this could be subtitled "Word Vomit" the podcast. That would that would I feel like if I saw a podcast called that, I'd be like, oh no, that's not. Not the podcast for me. Word vomit the series. Well, whatever. <laughs> just say, just like three people sitting around microphones going, ah, that, ah, oh, that sounds awful. Oh. All right, Civil War. That's like some really fucked up ASMR. I, um... <laughs> so anyway, uh, the trailer helped make the film's conflict clearer. Is yes. The subtitle, um, I want. noticed that it was more than just Iron Man and Captain... And Bucky fighting that they're like no everyone's fighting each which, other. which is I always find, I find that so weird like they're like yeah we're gonna rope we're gonna rope all these other heroes into beating the shit out of each other for our <laughs> little feud because I mean at the at the very core of it it is Iron Man and Captain America who are having the oh. fight they just kind of drag everybody else with them yeah technically it's was, Iron Man on the on the side of the government the government that is true oh yeah also what I thought was weird that like William Hurt's coming back for a character that hasn't been around since 2008 yeah <laughs> yeah you're like oh man I totally forgot that he was even in these movies and then he shows up you're like yeah. uh huh I really just want there to be another Hulk movie I know well maybe we'll get Hulk in space I, I do love that they're like oh yeah William Hurt's coming back I was like you didn't even bother bringing the Hulk back for that movie there well, was a Mar- some people were, were talking about that on Twitter. Like Mark, they asked Mark Ruffalo and Chris Helmsworth how they would feel about, you know, which which side they would be on and everything. Yeah, and uh, oh, what? Well, I, That's I, interesting. I really laughed at the whole the whole idea of uh, Iron Man is fighting for the government registration side and like. But it's that's such an easy. Position. Well, I don't think it's a registration necessarily in this. But, I think it's just oversight. Yeah, basically. but he, it's yeah. so funny that he would that would be something that he would fight for. He's the only person whose secret identity, I would say, is just widely known who he is. Right. Like, everybody on the planet knows that 
Tony Stark is Iron Man. Well, after the end of Winter Soldier, everyone kind of knows who Black Widow is because she was like the person who went to speak for Shield at those like government hearings yeah. at the end. But they, they didn't know that she was Black Widow. I mean, they knew who she was. As uh, they definitely yeah, know that she, she is like an she, agent. She released all the Shield files. Yeah, yeah. So. so like everything about her is public now. But like Captain America is rarely separated from his identity as Captain America. Like nobody knows like who Steve Rogers is, right? Because technically, well, Steve no, no, Rogers, no, no, no. Steve Rogers had, is nobody. I don't really. know because in Winter Soldier they had that museum they went to where it showed like Steve Rogers. Oh yeah, like, so. they showed like everyone. Well, no, th- and when Bucky. I, what I meant they was talk about Bucky. Yeah, that's like the whole plot of that movie, guys. Come on, no. Well, yeah, because I remember getting excited because there's an actor I really like. He's one of the Howling Commandos, and so he's in a second of Winter Soldier. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yay! Um, I'm like, yeah, but oh, bye. Your, your character's dead, isn't he? But, no, but the thing of it is, is that, like, in the current time, like, right now, these years that these mm-hmm. movies are taking place in, Steve Rogers doesn't have a life outside of being Captain America. Oh, okay. He is simply Captain America, and that is okay. it. He that gets is. up, he goes out in Americas, and then comes home. Yeah, that's all he does. He puts his America on one boot at a time like everybody else. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he ha- he's not separated from his identity, as really, as Captain America. And then, like, the big thing in the comics was that people didn't want their secret identities right. leaked out. So it's really funny for me that Peter Parker is fighting on the Iron Man side for, oh, that in is... that case, in that case, the pro-registration, whatever it ends up being, yeah. um, when is... he is the only one that wears a full mask. Really true, because, yeah, Peter Parker traditionally is very pr- much, I cannot be, like, revealed at all. Nobody right. can know. And yeah. it's like, no, I mean... I can't, I have to break up with my girlfriend because I can't tell her the horrible truth. <laughs> yeah, so it's like people pull off his mask and go, I, I don't know who you are. Yeah, they're like. There's a great uh, scene I've told you about this time in Justice League where Lex Luthor and the Flash switch bodies, and he and he goes, "I can." Lex Luthor goes, "I can finally learn who the Flash is," and he pulls out the mask. He goes, "I have no idea who this is." <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I guess. So besides, besides Peter Parker, Black Panther also wears a mask, but he is literally like a god in his native area, so everybody knows who he is, even with the mask on. It's right. just, it's just interesting that Peter Parker is fighting for the side that would technically reveal his secret identity. Like I yeah. said, I really think in the movies they're not doing the secret identity thing, because again, Peter Parker really is one of the only ones who has a secret identity in this case. Um, I guess kind of Scarlet Witch, but anyway, uh, but it's really going to be about, like, do we want the government choosing what missions we're sent on and telling us which ones we do and do not take, as opposed to Captain America's thing, which is like, like he says it in the trailer, when I see a situation that's going south, I step in. Like, I don't want someone else telling me when and when not to step in. I choose. I really like I like the poignancy of the beginning of the trailer where they showed all of the bad shit the Avengers have done. Yeah. Like, how many yeah. people do you think died in all of that? It's a ridiculous amount. Not that I think the government oversight would stop that. I mean, if anything, S.H.I.E.L.D. is really the cause of what happened in New York. Yeah. Because they were studying the uh, Tesseract and then, you know, Loki comes out and everything. Yeah. Well, to be fair, well, in the movies, really, S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't a thing anymore. Well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is the events, like, because, yeah. you know, William Hurt throws up that stuff on the screen, like, New York, D.C. Oh, yeah. Like, here's all the stuff you've done. And it's like, the stuff that happened in New York was because S.H.I.E.L.D. was studying the Tesseract. That's not, like, Cap's fault. Technically, yeah. actually, if you really think about it, technically, the only thing that you can directly link to the Avenger being the Avengers' fault is uh, everything that happened in Age of Ultron. And only really specifically... Uh, the city lifting up. No, 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 no. I was say only really specifically uh, Iron Man and the Hulk. Yeah. Because, like, cause like yeah. the, th- the thing in D.C. that they were showing with, like, the S.H.I.E.L.D. helicarrier and all that stuff, that wasn't anybody's fault, really. It was, like, a weird... Eh. Well, if anything, it was them stopping the yeah. actual threat. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It just... The whole thing is really funny to me, and I'm super stoked to see what happens. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy. I'm so happy about this movie. The thing that pleased me the most, it's such a minor detail, but the thing that pleased me the most... Is that when Spider-Man flips across the thing, he lands on the thing, and he has got the Captain America shield looking all cool. Yeah. And he goes, hey, everyone. And then his eyes narrow. Right. You heard a mechanical whir as his eyes moved. So that means that we're going to get the really expressive Spider-Man eyes, but they're Mm going to explain it or it has a reason. The the theory I have seen online about that is that he – Iron Man finds Peter Parker slash Spider-Man and he has like a crappy homemade suit. Uh Uh-huh. And that's why he calls him Underoos. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, and then he makes him a nicer suit, and then Peter Parker switches sides. 
Because <laughs> in the Peter comics, Parker. Peter Parker was on Iron Man's side, and then he switched to Cap's side. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. I've also been referring to this film as Avengers 2.5. But see, it's as everything that's, I've read says it's not the case. That's what this film is. But it has... It brings in like it's the only movie that's really bringing in as many characters from different as different areas as this but one. But everything that has been leaked about the film, or everything that's being discussed about the film, has specifically said no. Yes, we have a lot of Avengers in here, but the movie is about Captain America. Like, he will get the most screen time. It is a Captain well, America movie. Otherwise, I'm sure they would have just the called most it screen time. But I say otherwise, this- it would, what would stop them from calling it Avengers Civil War? Hmm. Like it's got to be a Captain America movie. That's true. It's true. I um, what side is Ant Man on? I'm trying to remember. Uh, he is on Cap's Cap- side. Yeah, Captain America. Because there's okay. that really sweet shot of him running up Iron Man's arm. Yeah, which I, I can only assume. That, I was trying to get a screenshot of it, but it just none. Of, it didn't look good, like screenshotted, because you could barely see Ant Man. Uh, there, I, I guarantee you, at the end of that shot where he runs up his his arm, he punches him in the face. And grows. To full, <laughs> you think he grows back to full size? He, does, he doesn't have to. He oh has yeah, a, yeah. He has the force of a bullet behind him. That's right. I still haven't seen Ant Man. Can Ant Man fly? Does he have he, a jetpack or something? No, he cannot fly. I'm wondering how he got I up actually, to a flying Iron Man. Then. He jumps. So I bought okay. an Ant Man pop the other day because I was looking. I was joking about getting one because they didn't have a Paul Rudd clueless pop. <laughs> really you just wanted a Paul Rudd pop is what uh, th- this is true but uh, I ended up getting the unmasked one because the unmasked Ant-Man pop comes with a tiny Ant-Man pop oh my god that's amazing that's good that's quality and I at, at that point I bought it because I wanted the tiny Ant and it says on the box it's exclusive Marvel's tiniest bobblehead is it really a bobblehead yeah as I say wait are uh... it barely uh, the Marvel pops are all bobbleheads I think oh I didn't know that so here's something that uh, I'm curious about. Who gave Cap that black eye if not Iron Man? Or I mean, sorry, whoa, yeah, other way around. Who gave Iron Man that black eye if not Captain America? Because I think he, maybe the, Bucky? Yeah, I was saying, because we see him fighting Bucky in Bucky's street clothes, my mm. assumption here is that Bucky is the one who gives him that black eye. Because mm. I had always, when I saw the first trailers, I assumed it was Captain America. Yeah. Until, yeah. until well, he's like... Because there's that shot where, like, it's Bucky that, like, shoots him in the face, right? Yeah. Almost. Yeah, like he shoots then, the robot hand, and Iron Man just and Tony Stark just looks terrified, as he should, because Tony Stark is not a hand-to-hand fighter, like without no. the suit on, without also, without the immense I'm strength that the get, suit like, gives him. Strange out of that face, but his face just looked. Really, it didn't end up looking cool outside of the context of like a video. Yeah, I uh, I really love the fact that um, that Black Panther can run as fast as a motorcycle. That was that just made my whole day. Like seeing him like sprinting down the highway, followed by Captain America. I was like, dude, that's gonna be this movie is gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a scene that stood out to me. And I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw someone did a. Uh, I don't know what part of the trailer it's from, but they did a like a stop motion thing, and you could see a part where Iron Man is fighting Cap, and Bucky is in the background and clearly missing his arm. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, why would you not expect that, right? That would be my first thought. If I was fighting Bucky, I'd be like, I gotta get rid of this. Okay, so there's uh, so there's some things. I'm scrubbing through the trailer here real quick yeah. that are worth noting. Uh, first off, Scarlet Witch fighting is, Vision. Is, yeah, it's like take Vision down to his knees. Yeah. So that's horrifying. And then this is the answer to your question mm-hmm. about how Ant-Man gets there. Ah. <laughs> he is fired off an arrow by Hawkeye. That is... I guess I was, I guess like that that shot only works because of how good of a shot Hawkeye is. <laughs> he could have easily killed him. Yeah. Green Arrow, man. Green Arrow. <laughs> yeah, that's who he is. He's Green Arrow. He's purple Arrow. So, uh, yeah. what's up, Rachel? Okay, I remember people complaining that uh, that they didn't like that Black Widow and Hawkeye were not on the same team. It is interesting to see her on the side of like the government registration, but or not registration, but the uh, oversight. But at the same time, I guess like she has always been a Shield agent. Yeah. Yeah. And Hawkeye's always been kind of a loner in Shield. So like I'm I'm looking at this cool shot of the the two sides of the Avengers like going at each other mm-hmm. and I'm noticing something that's really unfair. Can you see by looking at that what is really unfair? Didn't you tell me before they have three flyers? <laughs> There's three people flying on one side and only two on the other. One of them technically is not flying either. She is jumping really high. You think Scarlet Witch can't fly? I, can she? I thought she could use her magic to fly. She have magic or whatever that they <laughs> literally never explain what she does. Yeah, yeah. I, I did read somewhere. This wasn't in the trailer, so I didn't put it in the article that they're going to explain her powers more. She, he's she's fast. Weird. She's yeah. weird. Yeah, he's fast. She's weird. That was. 
Thanks for that, guys. That was a really that was a really good. I wonder if Maria Hill will be in this movie. Has anybody said anything about that? Uh, I haven't heard anything about Bobby's mother's being in the movie, but yeah. I hope she is. I, I, I love Maria Hill. Yeah, I'm. Is uh, Samuel L. Jackson just going to show up at the end and be like, "Stop this match"? Oh, that's a good point. I haven't even thought about him. What about Agent Carter? <laughs> what about any of this? What about uh, who else? Yeah, well, the Thor and the Hulk. We're going to show up at the end. All of the Avengers will be dead around them, and they'll be like, "Oh, you want to fight?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, then and then and the Hulk just punches <laughs> Thor again. Uh, Actually, I would like that he like he tries to, and then Thor has some defense against it. It's like not again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what's interesting too is we can kind of see from the lineup um, who is going to make it through this film and who is not. Like, you think someone's going to die? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Didn't you read the Civil War comics? I mean, sorry, I I know one character has the possibility of dying, but this this movie is actually very clearly different. Uh, it all depends on if they're all going to be there for Infinity War or not. Right. Because I still have no idea if that's the case. Yeah. Um, but we definitely know that Thor survives because Ragnarok comes out. Soon. Yeah. Well, Thor isn't in this one at all. Exactly. Thor isn't yeah, okay. in the movie. It, uh, it helps barely, him with the surviving thing. Thor was barely in Age of Ultron. Yeah. This He had to go have his weird water quest. I don't yeah, get. What was that? Well, the problem. I think the problem is that Chris Chris Hemsworth keeps being in other movies while he is also Thor, yeah. so he's not on call like Robert Downey Jr., whose like entire career since two thousand eight has been Iron Man. I mean, he's done other stuff, but like he clearly like enjoys Iron Man the most, or yeah. at least. Well, know. he's like basically doing Iron Man and then like indie films with his wife. Yeah. Well, and it's really cool because his his thing is also like. Yeah, my my film contract is set to expire. He goes, but I will continue to be in these movies as long as they ask me to. Because, like, I, I mean, not for nothing, but being Iron Man literally saved his public image. Yeah. That is true. I met him very, very, very briefly uh, back in, like, 2004, and I was like, I have no idea who this is. But my mom's like, oh, my oh. God, i got to get a picture with him. And I was like, all oh. right. <laughs> and uh, then he turned out be, to be uh, Iron Man. Yeah. You met Iron Man. Yeah. Before he was I, Iron Man, I do love. I think it's really interesting that he end, like his career was saved by a character who ends up in like the same like redemption arc that he like went through in his real life. Right, that's probably part of what drove him to it, even in the first place. That is true. That's one thing they haven't done uh, with the Iron Man character in the movies that they did in the comics was his alcoholism. Like they no, briefly dealt with too. it. They it briefly it. dealt with it, but he didn't really deal with his alcoholism. Like he just had his whole life was all in shambles, and then he fixed it. Well, I mean, yeah. Iron Man, I, I, Iron Man three I, is the entire story of how fucked up his life is. Well, yeah, he got. It's about his PTSD, but again, it never. They never deal specifically with the fact that he was an alcoholic. I, I kind of wonder if they would like let's just not go there with it, him. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not a it's not like a fun arc in the comics either. So, well, it's like not fun. I feel like it'll probably put Robert Downey Jr. in a really dark place. Yeah, and it's already, you know, it's bad enough. I never did understand, um, I never did, under, I loved Iron Man 3 as a film, but I, some of it I just didn't get. Like, he, like all he did was, all he did was go through the wormhole and see, like, Infinity or whatever, and then he comes back and he's, like, so fucked up. Well, I mean, he fell from the sky, he had to deal with the fact that aliens are a thing now. I think didn't they, but also, aren't they all? I think he almost like I think he lost a lot of oxygen, so I think he probably like almost died. Yeah, he like yeah, the Hulk had to scream to wake him up. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, what I find interesting too is that like we we in the films we barely see anybody deal with what happened in New York, right? Like we barely see anybody deal with anything that happened, and then, uh, but we have the TV shows. Mm-hmm. That are still like the TV shows take place in incongruent timelines, you know, right. like, with what's happening, um, and they're still dealing with what happened in New York. And as far as yeah. the movies are concerned, that was forever ago. We're not worried about that anymore. Right, right. I mean, like, have we even been back to New York outside of the the series? I mean, Avengers Tower is in New York. I suppose that's true. So, like, they go back there all the time. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but uh, they're all way up high in the tower, and yeah. the little people down uh, below have to deal my, with it. My biggest question is: Is one day are people going to tell the Avengers that Coulson is alive? Yeah, what the hell? I don't think they but, ever will. I I think the like the movie directors are like, no, we like the poignancy of his death. We're just not going to address it. I mean, they did. The fact that he was alive in the first place actually did kind of irritate me. Really? Yeah. The, the whole thing about it would kind of piss me off because I was like, 
man, his heroic sacrifice and everybody was like super sad. And like, I mean, he did actually die. This wasn't like fake. They yeah, had to bring him die. back. It was. They weren't just fucking with them. Yeah, but at the end of the day, um, clearly death does not matter in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it clearly matters in the comic books. Yeah. Well, no, no, but I mean, it matters. Like, bringing him back was no easy task, and they had, like, a whole, like, half-season arc of Coulson dealing with... How tortured he was to become back alive. Yeah. Did you ever see the... Did you ever watch the first season of Agents of There is a horrifying, horrifying scene where they show his brain... Like, they took off the top half of his, oh, his skull God, and have, like, this robot terrifying. electrocuting parts of, like, like a spider robot electrocuting different parts of his brain to bring him back. It and was, then they also, like, once he finds out that he didn't that come back, he goes nuts. Yeah, and they even have a scene during that same scene with the spider robot picking out his brain. He just keeps saying, please let me die. <laughs> it was a very, like... Made that me uncomfortable good. watching that good. scene. I can't. I keep forgetting how there are good, like because Agents of Shield, like season two and three are much better than season one. Then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there is good stuff in season one. It's yeah. just that it really picked up after. Yeah, well, uh, it picks up af- right after um, Winter uh, Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. The fall of Hy- the rise of Hydra. See, I uh, yeah. my thing was that it's funny because I actually skipped. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because you said after the first season was over you said eh yeah I still haven't really watched I watched a bit of the second season and I was like eh so it's honestly it's really good now quite frankly at this point in my life I cannot watch a Marvel television show unless I can watch the entire season in one day (laughs) well you can watch the entire season of season one and two yeah we're on season three now yeah but I but it's like 24 episodes and also (laughs) I don't want that my it's not Daredevil, and it's not Jessica Jones, and it's not Nick Fe- or Nick Cage, Luke Cage. Hi. I was like, the only actual TV TV show I want to watch is Agent Carter. Really? Yeah. What I, the I, fuck I, with I, Agent I, Carter? Because that was like when they first announced that they were like, yeah, we're gonna do a short, we're we're gonna do like a one season thing with mm-hmm. Agent Carter, and then they're like, surprise, bitches, there's more. It was so popular. That's really what it comes down to. I yeah, I just finished season two, and I I was really happy with season two. Yeah, same. So anyway, so anyway, Civil War changing things up in the Marvel universe. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I hope that I do legitimately hope that what happened in the comics happens in real life. Okay, at some point, didn't they say that Captain Marvel was going to be in Civil War? Did they just keep pushing her out of movies? I don't remember reading that she was supposed to be in Civil War. I don't War. think she was going to be in Civil War. Because yeah. she was going to be in Age of Ultron, and they realized there was too many oh, characters. I didn't know that. So that shot, the last shot where Scarlet Witch comes out, uh-huh. they like they had filmed around her, around the things to add in mm-hmm. um, her, but they realized there were too many characters, and that last shot was going to be Captain Marvel. Huh. But then it, they, they realized they didn't have room for her, so they made it Scarlet Witch. I did not so know So I that. assume she would be in this movie, but no, I see no reference of that. Still kind of upset where, that Quicksilver died. I'm not that upset about yeah. it. Really? I liked his character. I liked the little I banter between like, him and Hawkeye. I feel like it. I feel like Scarlet Witch in one of the movies is going to do something so he's not dead anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's the thing. Probably the thing that makes me the most sad is they've brought in Scarlet Witch, right? Um, but they have it separate from X Men because there was a whole section of the comics where uh, Scarlet Witch used magic to, to remove mutants from reality. Yes. Yeah. Maybe she'll just be like, no more superpowers at all. That'd be cool. It'd be funny if Tony was like, uh, I'm still rich. Like, <laughs> I'm still rich. I still couldn't fly. Batman's like, yeah, fuck, who cares? <laughs> uh, so it looks like it was originally going to be July 6th, 2018, and then it was pushed to November 2nd. 2018. Yeah. And uh, that's all that we got for you. <laughs> the release Pan- date was later postponed to March 8th, 2019. So yeah, she is constantly being pushed off. Can you check on yeah. Black Panther real quick? I know. That comes th- out? I think both Captain Marvel and Black Panther got pushed back when they got the, Sp- the Spider-Man rights back. I mean, it kind of makes sense to me, like a lot, yeah. because. Um, well, yeah, we're getting a standalone Spider-Man film again. Well, yeah, I know. Actually, an actor I really like is going to. He's one of the co-writers of the standalone Spider-Man. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Next year we get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Spider-Man, and also Thor. Yeah, they're like doing putting three out a year now. Yeah, 2018 we get Black <laughs> Panther, Infinity War one, and Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp, so Ant Man two, and then 2019 has Captain Marvel, Avengers, uh, Infinity War part two, and Inhumans is the last one, the last scheduled one, they're, which is weird because that's the uh, 
Oh no, I guess the I guess Phase Two also had a movie after the Avengers. I thought the Avengers usually were supposed to cap off the. Nope. Yeah. Huh. I, I guess I always thought I thought Ant Man was in Phase Three because it uh, was after Age of Ultron. I love yeah. that we're I love that we're officially done with uh, the weeds. No more Whedon, Joss Whedon for Avengers. Oh, he's not doing a no. He's like no, fuck it, I'm out of here. Man, Kevin Feige uh, is doing a lot in Phase Three. He is uh, producing. So oh, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> for my, I can read the list from here. He's doing like, but all right. So Black Panther did not get pushed back though. That's still 2018. Yep. And I think it got pushed back some. It just oh, but it got okay. pushed back in the same year. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, no, it says. They wrote, started a script in 2011. It was released. It's scheduled to be released on the 16th. It's I'm nice. interested to see how how like they bring him in uh, for Civil War. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so good, good is it Martin out. Freeman's character like it in, like re- related to like the Black Panther story? Yes. Martin okay. Oh, I don't know. Sorry, I forgot. I'm thinking. I was thinking of somebody else. I was thinking of the guy who plays. Uh, oh, what is his name? The guy who plays Gollum. Oh, Andy Serkis. I think yeah, he is, Yeah, because well, he was in yeah, he Age was, of Ultron, and his character was supposed to be related to Black Panther. Crossbones. Yeah. Sorry, I just keep remembering that. Uh, Crossbones is the name? Yep. Everett Ross. Yeah, that's Martin Freeman's one. Yeah, he is uh, an ally of superhero Black Panther. So, yeah, I so, guess we know how yeah. Martin Freeman plays into it now. It's so crazy that Sherlock Holmes and... Uh, John Watson? John Watson are oh, all... Oh, wait. In, when is Doctor Strange supposed to come out? Not soon enough. Hold up. Hold yeah, I wasn't. I was saying I realized I didn't. Uh, Doctor Strange is going to be this year. Oh wow! Um, November. Oh cool, dude. I'm pretty stoked. I I know hey. nothing about Doctor Strange as a character. I just know that Marvel movies are usually good, and Benedict Cumberbatch is also good. I feel like that's what Marvel's been doing a really good job of, is like they're making yeah. sure to get the right characters so that these characters that are not as familiar to people will still do well. Like they, like Guardians of the Galaxy, like they, no one really knew who they were, but they picked a bunch of actors that people were familiar enough with. Did you know that Drax the Destroyer was in um, Spectre? No. The, yeah. The Do you mean the actor or the yeah, character? The, the actor oh, okay, was, okay. Was in, was, <laughs> was in the uh, was in that movie. Uh, he played a henchman. He chased Daniel Craig around a bunch, and he like spoke like one line. Megan fell asleep I, in that movie, by the way. Still okay, what I find funny is for the most part, like there's no like if you're in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you get one character. But I know of one actor who has played two different parts. Who's that? And that's, um, oh, I can't remember how to pronounce his name right now, but um, who's he playing? Uh, so Agent Carter, um, Su- uh, uh, Sousa? Agent or, Sousa? Uh Oh, yeah. I forget how to pronounce his name as well. He was on. He was on. He's been in a bunch of Joss Whedon shows. Yeah, he's in. He was in Dollhouse, Dollhouse. but he was one of the cops in Avengers. Oh yeah. Well, I guess that would make. He, that's probably just like a descendant then. Yeah, both <laughs> descendants don't look exactly the same as their. Uh, in in you know what I will tell you in uh in the comic books oh fuck me in comic books they or in movies they always do they look what? identical ancestors look identical to oh them. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah it's like but I'm just saying if they wanted identical to... when you don't have the budget to hire a new actor exactly it's probably more that he was in Avengers and Joss Whedon you know because he made Avengers yeah. he was like hey do you want to also be in the series that I'm doing and like is I don't think these... Joss Whedon has anything to do with Adrian Carter though. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I think you're right. Uh, he was in Dollhouse, though. Yeah, he was in Dollhouse. I, I he's some really, reason, I really I good in Dollhouse. Actually, I love Dollhouse, and will recommend Dollhouse to everyone. It's so good. It is season two. It is at least it is at least average. Yeah, season season. If they would have had three seasons, it would have been better. But it if was, they would have had yeah. six seasons in a movie, it would have been the best. Like the Cape. No. <laughs> anyway. Are we getting our are we getting our uh, community movie or what? I don't know. Hey, speaking of community, the Russo brothers directed the first paintball episode. Oh yeah, Paint- yeah. I didn't know that, dude. Those were those were always spectacular. Anyway, we are going way over time here. So, uh, Robert, <laughs> Robert, hi. You, you have a list in front of you that I you do. always read. So, go <laughs> all right. So, in order to find Comic Geek on social media, uh, you can first go to our website, uh, ComicGeek.tv. Or you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Common Geek TV. 
if you're listening to this podcast, you probably found it on iTunes. So if you can go and rate us on iTunes, just give us five stars and tell us what you love about it um, or whatever podcasting service you use. We appreciate any feedback. Um, and on Twitter or Facebook, you can send us a message using the hashtag CGRT uh, to let us know how you feel about the roundtable. Uh, I am on Twitter and Facebook at RC Byler. Thomas? Uh, I am on Twitter at TVOJR. <laughs> and Rachel? <laughs> I'm at uh, Twitter and Facebook at Dramadork884. I was meant to ask, what is the 884? Any reason? Eight's my lucky number, and I, when I first did the 8, was taken. Oh, okay. There we go. Duh. Uh, and, of course, this episode uh, <laughs> was edited by our friend Adam Costello and produced can... by myself, yours truly, Tom Van Orden, podcast director. And our affiliates this week were DreamHost and Crunchyroll. And I think that's everything. Uh, to you. Well, I had a question real quick before we, before we exit. Sure. Uh, so remember in The Amazing Spider-Man, which you never saw. Yeah, so I don't remember. Rachel, you saw The Amazing Spider-Man, right? Uh, no. Fuck. I've heard some stuff from my, my brother's favorite superhero is Spider-Man, so he has seen them. Well, yeah. That's honestly until I really got into the whole Batman thing. Spider-Man was my favorite hero. But what's weird is in the original Spider-Man films, Spider-Man's parents were dead. Right. Uh, in the second series, the Amazing Spider-Man series, there's a mystery involved. Yeah, that his dad's still alive, isn't it? Yes. Or is it both his parents? Uh, I think it's both of his parents. Yeah. That was done in the comic books at one point. So, so basically what we're saying here... Okay, if you'll bear with me, if you'll both bear with me, is that the entirety of the Amazing Spider-Man series was Spider-Man's attempt to call his mom. <laughs>